Welcome to Lola's Frugal Life Podcast. If you're on a mission to be more frugal with both your time and money, you're in the right place. In this podcast, we talk about topics that help enhance living a frugal lifestyle. The goal is to save time and money where we can so that we can use the rest on what matters most to us. We talk a lot about both time and money management so that we can waste as little as possible on both. We do this while also embracing a progress over perfection mindset. If that sounds good to you, then please stick around for the latest episode right after a few quick words from our sponsor. Hi everyone, welcome back to Lola's Frugal Life Podcast. Today, I wanted to talk about why it is so important to have flexibility in your budget. So as you know, a budget is a plan that can help you manage your income, your expenses, or whatever assets you're trying to grow or have, or any anything to do with how you're managing your money. But the key point is that it's just a plan. And just like every plan that we create, things don't always go exactly to plan, so we have to make adjustments. If you go into your budget with the expectation that everything is gonna go exactly to plan, more likely than not, you're gonna be very disappointed or discouraged because that's never how anything happens. So of course we wanna be as accurate and thoughtful as we can be when we're creating our budgets, but it's really important to realize that it's very likely that things are gonna come up that we did not anticipate. And when that happens, you don't wanna just toss the budget aside and say, oh, well, that didn't work. Um, You know, budgets need to be adjusted and updated as things in life happen. So modifying your budget and being flexible with knowing that you're gonna have to change some things as other, you know, instances come up related to your finances, is very important in being able to manage your money. It allows you to, um, you know, handle unexpected situations that might come up that you just couldn't have really anticipated. And then when they do come up, if it's something that may happen again in the future, it only makes your future budgets better because now you know to make sure to budget for those things. And if it's something that hopefully will not happen again, it's still is a learning opportunity because it allows you to see that there's ways to make adjustments and maybe reduce other expenses where you can or try and earn some extra income if you have to, to um, make up the difference and not just always have those um, negative situations um, have a negative impact on your finances. Now, of course, I totally understand that there's some situations that happen that do have a negative impact and are very difficult to recover from, but that's not really what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about more like the normal routine life things that happen that cause us to have to make changes to our plans, which is our budget. So today I'm going to try and share some tips for building in some flexibility to your budgets. So when you're budgeting your income, If there's a chance that your income might come in a little bit higher sometimes than others, it's a good idea to be a little bit more conservative and budget your income on the lower side. That way, if your income comes in a little bit lower, you don't have to worry about trying to cut back on any spending or savings amounts that you had planned for. And on the other side, if your income winds up coming in higher than what you budgeted, you wanna have a plan on what to do with that extra money because you don't wanna just kind of um, end up with extra income and then just randomly 
spend it on wherever it goes, it's a good idea to have a plan to say, okay, well, if we do have extra, we're gonna do this with it. Either that's gonna pay down debt or it's gonna go to extra savings, or maybe you're just gonna hold it aside in case something else comes up the next week that, you know, to cover like an unexpected expense. Whatever it is, you wanna have some kind of plan for that money because the whole idea of having a budget and planning out your money is to make is to make sure that your money is being spent in the way you want it to be spent. So by deciding once um, what you're gonna do with any excess funds you have, you can just put that into action whenever that time comes. Now, if it's a really small amount, of course, you might just be like, whatever, I'm just gonna n- not worry too much about it. But if it's a little bit more um, significant, you definitely wanna kinda think through what you're gonna do with that extra money. And then with expenses, really the same idea with expenses as income. Go a little bit more on the conservative side. If you have a, a bill that ranges in an amount, like maybe it's higher some months and lower some months, then try to budget more towards the higher amount. That way you're covered on the months that it comes in a little bit higher, but then if it's a little bit lower, you're still fine, you have a little bit extra that maybe you can put towards something else. And if you're unsure about how much an expense is going to be, then just make your best educated guess based on whatever information you have available to you and then that might be something that you may have to adjust in the future. Always just remind yourself that this is just a plan and you can change it as things happen, when actual expenses come through, and then when you get more information that allows you to update what you're expecting to happen. And as you go along with budgeting, your income and expense budgets are gonna get more and more accurate with experience and time, but there's always still gonna be unanticipated things that happen. So you just wanna do the best that you can with estimating what your income and expenses are likely to be. And then same principle as we talked about with income, if your expenses wind up coming in under budget, follow whatever that same plan was for your income Um, what you would do if you had extra income to do with that extra money that you have for if if your expenses came in under budget. It's still extra money that you have to decide what to do with. So you kind of want to just have a plan in place if there's extra income, or I'm sorry, if there's extra money for whatever reason, either our income came in a little bit higher than we expected or our expenses came in a little bit lower, what are we going to do with that money? So unfortunately, a lot of times we're not dealing with the situation of extra income and lower expenses. If that was the only reason we needed our budgets to be flexible, that would be really awesome. But usually um, it's more that we have a problem of making decisions about what to do with um, a lower income or higher expenses. So those are the times when we, we really need to be able to have flexibility in our budget so that we can deal with the situations that happen. Like for example, sometimes maybe we have um, car insurance say, and it comes in in higher than we were expecting. Or maybe we have an emergency expense, like a large medical bill for someone in your family or for a pet or a major auto repair or a major home repair. There's so many different things that can come up unexpectedly. So while it would be nice to have enough um, dollars in our budget to cover all of those situations that might happen, chances are um, that's just not realistic. So these unanticipated expenses are usually what cause us to have to 
stop and look and see what changes we can make to our budgets so that we can adjust for these unexpected costs. So that might be deciding that you're gonna have to try and um, spend a little bit less on groceries if possible. You know, maybe making like lower cost um, meals or maybe um, we have to, I don't know, I'm trying to think like what would be some other things. Like I know I put aside money for like family fun or pizza night or things like that. Maybe we just have to utilize some of that money. Um, you kind of wanna have go-to areas in your budget that you know you can cut. That would be kind of your first place to cut to try and cover other expenses. And then if that's not enough, then see, um, you know, if your go-tos aren't enough, then you might have to go back and really thoroughly review what's in your budget and see if there's anywhere else you can cut. As far as you using emergency funds, um, I definitely like to think of emergency funds as a last resort. And of course, that's only if you're fortunate enough to have emergency funds to pull from. Depending on where you're at in your financial growth, you may not yet have emergency funds or you may only have a very small emergency fund. But even if you do have one, I still feel like it's best to see if there's any other way you can first cover an emergency, um, the cost of an emergency within your existing budget before pulling money out of your emergency fund. Because once you pull from your emergency fund, you're gonna need to replenish it. So if there's something else you can possibly cut first without having to take money from your emergency fund, um, that would be a much better situation. Um, as long as it doesn't cause like a huge sacrifice. I mean, you don't wanna, ha you have your emergency fund so that you can get through emergencies with a little bit more ease. So you don't wanna put yourself in a really difficult situation just to cover um, an expense from your emergency um, without using your emergency funds you know, covering the expense from within your regular budget. But um, if you can do it without a huge sacrifice, definitely try to do that first. Because once you use your emergency funds, now you have to then come up with a plan on how to get that money back. Because that's the thing that stinks about emergency funds. It's really great to have them, but then you have to wind up using it and then you have to wind up putting the money back. Otherwise you don't have an emergency fund anymore or you have a lesser one than you wanted to have. So, um, just something to think about. Really try and think of ways, if you do have an emergency fund, on how you can avoid using it, if at all possible. And if you haven't started an emergency fund yet, maybe see if you could just squeeze even just a little bit out of your budget to start something small, no matter how much it is. Any emergency fund, whether it's a couple hundred dollars or several thousand dollars, it's still gonna be better to have something than nothing. So don't discount putting small amounts aside if and when you're able to. And then sinking funds are another way to keep some flexibility in your budget. So if you're not familiar, um, sinking funds are basically just like little savings for things that you're gonna wind up spending money on in the future. So for example, if you say you have an annual insurance payment, you might wanna put away one twelfth of the amount of that payment into a sinking fund each month so that you'll have that money put aside when it's time to make your payment. So I like to make my sinking fund deposits each week. Now I, I say deposits, but I don't actually move the money into a bank account. Some people will do um, a separate savings account. Some people will um, do multiple savings accounts for different sinking funds. I allocate money out of my weekly budget every week towards sinking funds, but I just hold the money in my checking account and I have it identified as what it's for. So it's kind of like set aside, but I don't actually physically move it to another bank account. 
But either way, I do that every week and I have a whole bunch of different things that I put money aside for in sinking funds. Some of them might be for costs, um, for things that I'm gonna have to spend on, like our annual vet visit, um, like I said, sometimes for insurance payments, car repairs, things like that. And then also some things are just for fun. Um, like I said before, maybe like ordering in pizza or going out for the day with family, um, buying a new candle or whatever other fun little things might come up. So um, by having those sinking funds, if something does come up that's an overage of an expense or a lower income that I wasn't expecting, I can often pull from those sinking funds that I have where I have money set aside that's more just for fun. So it's not that I'm trying to suck all the joy out of our lives by pulling the money from our fun money, but it's just nice to have a little place to pull from when needed. Now, of course, those are going to be more on the small side, but you know, if you wind up having like an unexpected $20 or $30 expense, it's nice to say, all right, well, you know what? I'm just going to have to pull that from the money that I had set aside for family fun. And we'll just have to start resaving up for that again. And maybe we do something for free or we, you know, just have fun in another way that doesn't require spending money. So having some sinking funds or just even just some extra money that's in your budget, that's for um, other things that are more um, like discretional discretionary, not discretional. I don't know if that's even a word. It might be. Anyway, discretionary spending can really be good places to kind of pull money from if you need to in order to be flexible with your budget. And then of course you do still want to have a separate budget if you can, a separate line item for um, miscellaneous expenses because there's always like I said, there's always something extra. And it's, if you can squeeze in some miscellaneous dollars into your budget, it is nice to have a little place to pull from first before having to hit any of your other actual expense budget lines to cut. So you can put how much money you choose to put in there depending on how tight your budget is. But you don't want to budget too much to miscellaneous dollars because then you're kind of defeating the purpose of your budget, which is really kind of deciding how you want your money to be spent. And if you put too much in miscellaneous, it can really leave like a lot of wiggle room where you could just wind up spending your money in a way that's not in line with um, what you want to do with it because you just kind of keep throwing things in miscellaneous and things can kind of get buried in there and and you won't see um, what's happening with your money. But it is nice to have a little bit of a cushion in there if you can. Um, That way it can be the first place to go to cover some of those things that come up throughout the year, which you might not have been expecting. And then, of course, you want to be prepared to make budget cuts. That's the whole reason why we're talking about um, some of these things. Where do you go first? So usually when I do my budget, I, I kind of have some things in mind where I know I can already cut if I need to. And by deciding in, in advance of where you can cut first, you're gonna be better able to handle unexpected expenses. So for example, every year I budget for me and my husband to get our cars professionally detailed. And usually by sometime in February, I'm saying, yeah, that ain't happening because it's one of the first things that gets cut if something else comes up. And while I would love to get my car detailed every year or twice a year as the detailer suggested last time, I actually did get it done a few years ago. It's an easy item to cut from the budget if needed. So really take a look at your budget and see what things are in there that are nice to have, but that can be cut from the budget if needed so that you can cover other costs or lower income.
And then the last thing I have to say about this is just don't give up on your budget. Like I said at the beginning, um, a budget is just a plan. There's no way to know exactly what's going to happen in a week or a month or a year. So you just have to do the best you can with creating your budget using the best information you have available. And you're gonna have to wind up making changes over time. Um, you know, it's like I said, it's gonna get better every year because the longer you budget, the more information you have and the more experience you have to remember to cover different things that have come up. But no matter what, there's still gonna wind up being things that you just never would have anticipated. So the best thing to do is have some flexibility built into your budget, make adjustments the best that you can, and then just keep moving on. Giving up on your budget won't help deal with a bad financial situation. The best thing you can do is just assess your budget, make a new plan, and then move on to the best of your ability. So that's all I have to say about budgeting today and how it's important to be flexible. I hope this episode helped you in some way. Um, So that's it for today, and I will see you back here next week. So thank you for checking in for this podcast episode. And don't forget, you can always email me with any questions or suggestions at lolasfrugallife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at lolasfrugallife. And you can find a blog post for most of my episodes and definitely all of my meal plan episodes at lolasfrugallife.com. You can also join our private listeners group at facebook.com slash groups slash lolasfrugallife. And if you enjoy the show, please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen from. And I would love it if you would screenshot the show and tag me on Instagram so I could see your listening. Also, if you can please take a couple of seconds to rate and review the podcast, those ratings and reviews are what help the show come up better in search results so that other people can find this podcast. So that will really help me in growing my audience. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have an awesome day.